All right, so we got a lot to talk about. Hector was sick, we were traveling, and we missed like 100 weeks, so here we go. I'm alive. Hector is alive. (laughs) (laughs) Reports of his death were greatly exaggerated. Um, Yeah, so I guess we can start where we left off at. We created a takeover, or we recorded a takeover predictions episode, and then I didn't post it. Takeover happened, and then all this stuff happened, and we haven't recorded since then. So true that we'll catch up on all that, <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll just start a takeover. Um, Street Profits versus Undisputed Era kicked off the show. Yes, which was a great way to oh, kick off man. the show. They always do it with tag team <laughs> matches, and they always kill it. That match, like either way that it could have gone, it was actually no that night. That whole night was pretty insane, but yeah, it was really good. Yeah, like the. The way that it started off was great, and then both teams just kicked ass the wood all throughout it. Um, one thing that I'll bring up is that I was excited about TakeOver the entire night, except for one particular match that I'll talk about a little bit. <laughs> um, but then I hear later on the next day, is like, oh, it was an okay TakeOver, and SummerSlam was better. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, I was like, nah. No, <laughs> Done, SummerSlam nah, nah. was good, but just because there was like the first good pay-per-view and like first really good WWE pay-per-view in a while is probably like what people are over exaggerating it but uh yeah because that there wasn't a better tag team match no on the SummerSlam um and I got some weather well all right trip trip (laughs) (laughs) um all I gotta say is Montez Ford I don't know how how high he can jump off from the the top rope, <laughs> but man, it looks like he's jumping from like a forty foot building. Just comes comes off the it's insane. Yeah, he. Um, I think his vertical leap when that um, what's it called that combine mm-hmm. episode or whatever it was on the network, he was huge. Like that dude is amazing. Um, I really love the way Kyle O'Reilly puts on or goes on in these matches. He reminds me of Homer. And when he's a boxer, he can just take a beating like, <laughs> nobody, like nobody else. <laughs> like nobody else that I know of in wrestling can take a beating the way Kyle O'Reilly does and keep going and like make it believable and make it like like ragdoll himself. He is pound for pound the best seller in the entire industry right well, now. Well, uh, it's probably also because he has an auto part show, so he just like changes out <laughs> components. components. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he was the, he's always the highlight of those matches for me. I'm not that big a Bobby Fish fan. I really liked when they were teaming with Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, but <laughs> shut up. Um, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that match is great. Loved it. Street Profits retain to my surprise, and that was when I knew worst case scenario. Undisputed might not leave with any gold. Um, I was I, I actually thought that Undisputed might win it towards the end, but then you uh, Montez again. He just shows up and he's gonna do the people's elbow, oh, and yeah. I was all like, oh, I was like, no way, and he gets stopped. And when he hops back into the ring, he does the rock bottom, and I was yeah. like, rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Those guys, all four of these guys are, are awesome. It was such a fun match and just keeps up the good tradition of tag team matches. Yeah, in NXT. like how does, again, we talked about this earlier, is how does the developmental brand have such a great tag team division when your two main shows can't get it together? Yeah, well, out of the shadows of developmental now. <laughs> um Okay, so next match was Io Shirai and Candice LeRae. Yes. And me and Liz talked about this a little bit on the Basics podcast, so I've given my insights on it. I'll talk about it some more, but I want to hear what you thought about it. Uh, I thought it was perfect uh, the way they developed or 
Io developed her her heel character. It was like a goth Lolita going insane for me. And then Candice was a great baby face. And it was just a fantastic match. I'm actually surprised that this is a match that followed up the tag team one. Um, I was hoping it for maybe later in the night. But no, it, it flowed really well. The match was great. Io went nuts to keep cementing the fact that she's on her heel run. And and she won, and that's what you're supposed to do when someone's on a hill run like yeah. this. It was it was great to see. Yeah, I figured it would. I actually thought that one was gonna lead off the night because it was the only one that wasn't a, a title. championship match. But uh, yeah, I I love the I love the way the the story that they told. That Io was just that much better. The one tweak that I didn't like, or I guess I still don't get as part of Io's character, is like that Candice is kind of under her skin because I don't feel like she should be at this point yet. Mm-hmm. Like, Io won that match pretty handily. Yes. And, um... Even though, like, times, Candace was, like, fighting back yeah, to the point Yeah, there was times where she would, like, get all crazy like she couldn't beat Candace. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you can beat her and you keep on, like, showing that you can and keep on getting up. So, like, I would have preferred that I'm better than you angle to be more prominent in this match because mm-hmm. this isn't going to be the end of their rivalry. And now that she's Candace's like, obstacle... Yeah. They could have built her up a little more, I think, in that match. Yeah, I can I can see what you're saying, but it yeah, it was still fantastic. Yeah, it was a great match. I loved it. It was, yeah, it was really good. It was I, I think I said in the basics that it was like already one of my top three matches. Yeah. it was already on top. It was uh, on par with the Last Woman Standing match, and um, what was the other one that I liked a lot? With Kyrie and Shayna Baszler. Kyrie oh. and Shayna must have been. Yeah, no. I don't remember what the other one was, but whatever. Bianca and Shayna, I think, is the other oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we got Matt Riddle and Killian Dane, which we actually called something was going to happen <laughs> between the two of them. Uh, and they just beat the crap out of each other. That was so cool. I felt bad for whoever was like the official or whatever the that just got caught. He's just all like, getting, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, everybody was getting wrecked by Matt Riddle and Killian Dane. Um, they were throwing each other's bodies at each, at each other. It was a really cool spot. Uh Surprised that it happened, or I, like I said, we weren't surprised that it happened, but I'm surprised that it wasn't more, yeah. like an actual match or something, but it's cool. That like they, if it, like a wriggle came out, I was like, you guys want to fight, then yeah. we'll make it legit, and I was yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. would have been great. Well, it's cool that they still just kind of like let that storyline keep going, because they're such big characters, and they had so much stuff that night anyway, but yeah, that was fun. Um, moving right along as fast as we can, because we got so much to cover. The North American champion was the next one. Uh, Roderick Strong. Be done. Who doesn't even go here, for the <laughs> record? And Velveteen Dream with his awesome Toronto Raptors. Yes. Uh, did he have a Mountie costume? Coming he had. In too? He, yeah, he had the Mountie costume from the old sh- old school yeah. show. Um, <laughs> I actually tried to record it on Instagram, and it was the first time I've ever been told like you don't have the copyright for oh, this because I wanted everybody to see, and I was like, because it was the Toronto Raptors opening up, and then the Mountie song played. And he comes out, I was like, he always does this great openings for TakeOver. And then I, was, and I go back, I was like, oh, how many people have seen this? Nobody, because it got you copyrighted. Got <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Did you do a night of, is that why? Yeah. Like, that's funny. <laughs> so after everybody does all the entrances and get in the ring, the, my favorite thing out of the entire match, even though it was a fantastic match, it was at the beginning because we play, they played into the fact of, like, who is Roderick Strong? And you see... Velveteen Dream and Dunn just going at it. And Roderick Sean, it looks like the little kid throwing the fit to the right. Like, pay attention to me. I'm part of this match. And they look at each other and keep ignoring him until he, like, That's starts swimming. <laughs> Pete Dunn isn't even supposed to be in it. Hey, man, kids transfer, transfer schools all the time. Whatever. 
He forced his way into this match. He shouldn't have even been there, and Roderick Strong should have won that match. He had it won until Velveteen kicked him off right No, no, no. Dunn had it won until Velveteen Multiple held. people had it won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... No, I think that was my favorite spot, because right? I haven't seen... I don't think I've... I don't know that I've seen that before, or at least I haven't seen it in, like, in a, a long triple way where time someone... That, yeah, so... Uh, was he tapping him? No, he was... He was pinning him. He was pinning him. He was pinning him. Uh, I forgot. So, he must have done what his finisher or something on Roderick so Strong. So, I believe had done his finisher on Roderick Strong, and he was out. And he was getting the count, and it was going to fall on three. And then Velveteen dives forward yeah. and holds the ref's arm to not go down. across the ring in both hands, holds, his last, holds the last count so it doesn't count. That was a good spot. Yeah. Um, Velveteen retains. Velveteen uh, retains. Capitalizes on all the work. Yeah. They they all just beat the crap out of each other for the last one. Coast to coast in this, too, which was fantastic to see. Um, Yeah, that was really good. I didn't expect anything less from the three of them. Uh, That was was my prediction to take match of the night, but it did not. No, it didn't. But I also predicted that. Done with a one, and I'm glad Velveteen retained his title. Yeah, if it wasn't strong, I'm glad it was Velveteen yeah. as well. Um, and I already thought I already knew had a, heal- a feeling that he wasn't gonna win because the Undisputed Era lost, like I said before. Yeah, once they lost, it was the whole problem was, be like was over. Um, so the next one we had was Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim. Again, I talked about this on the last one, so what do you give us your thoughts? So if this match didn't exist on the card. It would have been a hundred percent for me on Takeover, but because this card or this match existed on the card, I'm so I I if Shayna Baszler ever listens to this, I'm so sorry. You had to carry that entire match <laughs> on your own. Um, for everybody who's a Mim fan, sorry she needs to like work a little harder because I I don't I didn't even know what I was watching. I was watching an actual wrestler defend her title versus someone who wanted the title. But didn't know how to earn it, <sighs> and just kept like scratch, scra- like scratching at the face, and doing everything that's like against the rules and being warned, at saying that she'll do it no matter what it is to win. But you didn't really do anything, yeah. and then poor Shayna had to carry the entire match. I'm glad she won. <sighs> I was like, "You're a heel. I don't like you, but I respect the hell out of you," and you carried that match to a point where like it made me sad for her. <sighs> um, Mia Yim, sorry. I hope this is your only shot for a very long time because I really don't want to see you wrestle any of the top tier anymore. Yeah. I, <laughs> sorry if it's harsh, but it's the truth. No, I uh, I agree. Um, I, I'm i not quite as hard on it. Like, it, it was an okay match. Like, I get what they were going for. It was a street fight, and that's why, like, it took Shayna to her limit because she's a wrestler and an MMA. Like, she's a fighter. She's not a, a street fighter. And you actually, I was listening to the um, preview when I was editing it, and you actually called what was going to happen because you said something like Mia Yim was going to attack her or like hurt her in the first little bit, and yeah. then they were just going to keep go talking about that the whole match, and that's exactly what happened. Mia got her arm into the stairs. Yeah, and she got both her up, arms to the point where like she then, couldn't carry weight, and I yeah. was like, that's cool. But then she didn't she just started doing like cheap attacks. I was like, that like makes the match seem cheap, and yeah, I was yeah. like, that's so sad. And they're like, oh, she's taking her to limits. And I was like, are you you kidding me? I was like, she's had matches with all these other top tier wrestlers. She got a cage smacked in her head and kendo sticks and whatever. And 
And this is the one that takes get no, yeah. sorry. It's like we've been don't act like we haven't yeah. been watching the last three months, six months because even all the way back to January, yeah. Royal Rumble, she got taken to her limit against Bianca. Like, and again, I don't, I don't like Bianca. I don't understand why people are over on her. But that was still a great match. Yeah. Like, I re- that was a fantastic match to watch. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to like Mia going into this match. I think I've even said multiple times like I've. I want to give Triple H and like bigger crowds the benefit of the doubt, but I I still just don't get it. I yeah, mean, she's and female Alistair Black for me, like there's nothing about her that appeals to me at all. And and at this point, like I agree with you now because before I was giving her hope based on other matches, and then this it felt like maybe the stage was a little too big for her at this point, and and it showed. Yeah. But Shayna showed like why she's the champion even in this match that wasn't that great because of how well. She did on her own, defending herself and carrying that match, which was still great on her part. It's just the other half she had to carry with it. Yeah, it just seems like, and I've said this about Mia before too, is it just doesn't, like, she loves spots, and she doesn't really, like, sell that much, and, like, her matches don't seem to have the chemistry that other women can get. Mm -hmm. Like, she's in there, and I don't want to say this because, I mean, I don't have any insight to it, but it just seems like she's there to get her spots and let other people get their spots, but they're not, like, there to make Willing the to, match together. Yeah, to, like, give and take to make sure that it's, like, like it's fluid throughout the whole match. Yeah, at least that never comes across when I, the stuff that I watch. Um, so we can stop harping on that. The <laughs> next match, most important one, which actually was did live up to the hype, Johnny Gargano, Johnny Failure, Wait, 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 hold, hold on. Mr. Takeover. Wait, no, no, Mr. Takeover Cole, is Johnny Takeover. Baby. No. What, what, what are you Mr. talking about? Mr. Takeover. Adam Cole reigns supreme, retains his title after two out of three falls. Um, after, he got, match, after he got scared with Johnny. <laughs> that match kicked the whole match. That match was awesome. The wrestling match was cool. As soon as I saw the chair, I knew exactly what Johnny oh, yeah. was going to do. Um, so he... Johnny attacks uh, Adam Cole with the chair to disqualify him for the wrestling match and then get the advantage for the street fight that immediately started and, and just stepped wailing on him with and the And that reaction on his face when they announced that, like, and now it's the second match and it's a street fight match. And you just see him, he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And just wails on Adam Cole. <laughs> oh, this is so great. Yeah, it's perfect for, like, where he's at right now in his career and like what that match was supposed to be. And then he wins the street fight. Street fight. But um, he wins it by submission, which is nice because Adam Cole wins by disqualification as like a street fight. And then he wins by submission, which is a wrestling match. So they're yeah. just going opposite. And still showing that he's like dominating the whole match. Correct. Um, just to kind of show the chicken shit heel of, of Adam Cole. And then it is announced that it's... What was the match, technically? It, uh, they didn't announce it, but it looked like it's close to a Hell in a Cell. It's not really a Hell in a Cell. It was like a cage that had... I a cage with, it. like, weapons and... Yeah, like, they, there was a name, but I don't remember what it was. Um, but, yeah, so there was, like, barbed wire, and there was, like, a... And there was no escape over the top. You had to win by pinfall, pinfall submission. submission. Um, what else was there? There was a table on there. There's table. There was ladders. There Kendo was a sled, candlestick, sledgehammer yeah. to honor Triple H. There was um, brass knuckles, like yeah. referencing to Regal, which I thought was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that the was Clippers. funny. 
as the cage is coming down with all these weapons, Adam Cole's looking up at him, like freaking out, terrified for his life. And Johnny's laughing, and he's looking over at Johnny, like, "Look at this psychopath! Like, I can't wrestle this guy." And so they go at it for a while. Had a few cool spots. Kendo sticks just hit wailing on each other. Yes. Um, All those marks that they left on their bodies. Yeah. I I think my favorite one was throwing the table at. Johnny, he missed him. Yes. But he was trying to crawl out of there. He just like threw a table. Like, he was just trying to run away from him at a certain point. Threw the table across the ring at Johnny, and Johnny was able to like, escape Get pretty well. Um, ends with them climbing up the ladder, or climbing up the cage. After Johnny, because Adam was running away from him because he saw Johnny go for the barbed wire. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, I'm just going to try to get over it. I don't yeah, care. Johnny cut the barbed wire off, yeah. right? So he has like a piece of barbed wire with him, and then he chases him up to the top of the cage. They're both standing there struggling for a little while. They fall through the table, and just like Johnny Failure comes through oh, the clutch. whatever. Adam Cole <laughs> pins him for the one, two, three. And retains the championship. John, not Johnny Failure. Did he fail? He didn't win, did but he, he wasn't a failure. He wasn't a failure. Did he fail? He did full sacrifice for what he wanted. Okay, he was going to win. <laughs> he had him on the ropes. And then he what? He didn't win. He he didn't win. Some might call that a failure. <laughs> Actually, a lot. We call, a lot of people would probably call that a failure. Well, we call it Johnny Takeover. We call it Johnny Champion, but he's not champion. Nope. Johnny Wrestling. Nope. Yeah. So yeah, None we're good. we're still good there. All failures. <laughs> so yeah, that was it. And we're alluded to think that that was the last of Johnny because you go out on your back and oh, you go on your back. Yeah, but. that's what you're supposed to. Do. Well, that's the saying. Um. And that's probably the last we were going to see of him from what we all thought. So then, as we had talked about last week, it was a short week following TakeOver. Um, but you did get Brizango. Brizango versus the Forgotten <laughs> Sons. I know you are over, or I know you love Brizango. Yes, I'm all about it. I'll, this. Let you, I'll let you talk about your boys. Look, I, uh, again, if you've been listening, well, we only had the one episode, but... The <laughs> You'll you'll find out. Well, we'll have two um, by the time yeah. this one airs. This one will just drop at the same time as the other one. <laughs> um, Tyler Breeze come out. I didn't know who he was, and then he does the match with Velveteen Dream, and I was like, "This guy's fantastic. Why haven't I followed him?" And all his matches have been great since he's been back in NXT. And then Fandango shows up, which I guess is his old tag team partner. Yeah. And now they're 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 doing great, and they did a little promo of like. Hey, we need to update our wardrobe because we were policing everybody else except ourselves. And then they do this match where they come out in all black outfits and look dope. And they come out to their song, and you just hear the crowd erupt. Just so happy to see them. And they whoop the crap out of the Forgotten <laughs> Sons. It's like, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they, looked, they, they made them look that good. Um, speaking of outfits. When Street Profits came out, going back to TakeOver for a second, mm-hmm. I thought they were totally going to lose. How do you retain in those clown outfits? What are you talking about? They had awesome black and gold. Those purple and red are But those hideous. are to honor the Toronto Raptors. It's the old school Raptors uniform. That's why they did it that way. Done. They're gross. Well, oh, They're come clown on. outfits. Get out of here. They suck. But then they're still wearing them. <laughs> they need to go back to the black and gold, in my opinion. 
Anyway, moving on. Okay. Then we get the um, breakout tournament finals. Jordan Miles versus Cameron Grimes. Winner gets a NXT champion or gets a championship match. Doesn't have to be an NXT championship. Correct. Uh, Jordan Miles wins. I honestly don't even think I really paid attention to this match a lot. I, I actually did watch this match, and in my illness, I kept my eye open watching this. Um, <laughs> I actually expected Jordan Miles to win because he had he landed really good spots on it. Uh, he did, or didn't he? no, no, no. I mean, uh, Grimes, okay. uh, Cameron Grimes. Sorry, because um, he landed very well, and he and and I thought Jordan Miles was just out. Yeah. But he, like how he says how he likes anime or whatever, he like summoned extra power and <laughs> just like came out and won the whole thing, like jumping around the corners, and it was fantastic to see. So I was like, and that was actually my first match to see of Jordan Miles. So I was like, all right, I can see why he won this, and I would actually, I wanted him to. To compete for the North American title, but as we continue on, you'll find out that he he's challenging Adam Cole for it. Yeah, so that was the following week, right? We're already done with that week, so we can move on. We can move right along. Uh, yeah, so Jordan Miles chose his uh, opportunity against NXT champion Adam Cole, and let me just say this spot looked very problematic <laughs> for very scrawny looking. White supremacist <laughs> type A type ish dudes approaching like just trying to surround this, this one little, this one smiley little black dude like I mean come on <laughs> optics man it just did not look good and uh, let's just not do that again they can keep fighting they can keep the program just not that please um, yeah but that was good I love that. That whole back and forth between the two of them. Uh, Adam Cole played his part. Yeah. Jordan played his part dropping the... Yep. And he's like, walks contract, away. Yep. Walking away with a smile. All smiles. Because he was serious most of it. And then, yeah. he, then he broke into a smile. And then it was kind of funny because after Jordan walks away, you see Adam Cole pick up the contract and he's reading it. And you can start seeing he's starting to get pissed because he has to do what it says <laughs> in the contract. <laughs> I was like, that. that's great to see. Those small little details matter so much. Yeah. Um, and so after that, we got Damian Priest versus Mansoor. I saw this. I was actually laughing because I saw a lot of people after Mansoor won that Blood Money Battle Royal <laughs> that they were like, Mansoor's going to be taken seriously now. And he's like, legit. No. No. Sorry. NXT's been pumping Damian Priest, Priest for the for last a uh, month and a half. So, nope. He's going to take a fall for, and, for somebody uh, superior. And I, I kind of feel like Priest could have done a little more, at least to like help Mansoor, but... And Mansoor was, like, bristling his little heart out, but it's like, sorry. Like, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a pretty quick match, too. See you, so see you next like, Blood Money. <laughs> it's like, no, he didn't just win because it was in the Blood Money cat. It was Blood Money. Like, no, he did. Yeah. That was why. That was the only thing. Quick payday. Vince took his check, yep. cashed it as soon as he landed stateside, and they were good. Um, after that, Mia Yim defeated Vanessa Bourne and... The Represent other upper, Scottsdale. Yeah. Who's the other upper? I never remember her name. Evil Carmella, let's just say. Okay. Um, that match, yeesh, they need to get a D. De- well, I'm glad that they. I know who they have in the performance center. Mm-hmm. They can come up and perform. Because if that's the deepness of their roster. Well, one thing that we didn't announce, actually, I think this was already, it was already announced by the time this episode aired, is NXT is now going to oh, USA. Oh, they announced it this week. Okay. So uh, after... Th- so it wasn't in this one then. Yeah. But, okay. 
with that in mind, NXT is now going to USA, and they will be airing two hours, not live. I think it's pre-recorded. Live, I heard. Either way, we'll figure it out. Live or pre-recorded, but they actually have two hours to fill every day on network television. And if this is the fullness of their women's roster, they need to start Keep bringing up Chelsea it. Green and the other people that they have signed. Because that Vanessa Bourne match was not good. I like her look. Was uh, I mean, her and Mia just weren't good together. Yeah, you need someone good in that match. It, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't... I was like, just end it quickly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah, um, and it did end pretty quick, I think. Because then we had Shayna come out and... Asked Mia to join the horsewomen because yeah. she's a badass. So I was like, so disappointed. I was like, okay, Shayna, like one, take over everything. She's okay. And then she came out after Mia won. And I was like, oh, please, Shayna, just like whoop the hell out of her. And it didn't turn out that way. No. It was Shayna giving her respect and recognizing her, how tough she is, yeah. and taking her to the limit. And I was like, I was like, oh, someone told you something you shouldn't be saying. This is not true. And then she invited her to join uh, her and the tethers and her horse women. Yeah. And I was like, oh, please, please do not let this happen. And good thing it didn't because Mia turned her down, but they all whooped the hell out yeah. of her. So I was like, yay, <laughs> two yeah. thumbs up for that. The one good thing was Shayna and this whole thing again. I mean, she was awesome mm-hmm. uh, calling herself a dragon, but no. Yeah. None of, none of that was true. That was all blatantly wrong. <laughs> not even close to taking you like to your limit. Nah, it was it was just not. Well, I not guess Mia could be like a dragon, but like Wushu from Mulan. <laughs> no, Shayna <laughs> called herself a dragon because she said that it's safe under her the dragon. Oh, that's wing. right, her wings. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we also got yeah. So that was that. That was they beat her up, and that was the end of it. Um, we were informed that Dominic Dajakovic will be fighting Keith Lee for Bask this in week's his glory. match, which we will get to in a little bit. Um, we found, we saw Shane Thorne defeat Bronson Reed. I actually didn't see this match and I need to go back to it now that I saw that it happened. Cause I think I can get behind Shane Thorne. The more and more I see this dude, I like him. So I was hoping because they're both Australians, um, and Bronson was trying to shut up Shane Thorne cause I guess something happened at the performance center. And so that's why they had this match. And I was all for Bronson Reed whooping the hell out of this guy. And then throughout the match, Shane just like landed everything really well and and he won. And at the end of the match, I was like, all right, you beat up so far two of the breakout people. Like, what else can you do? And and I can't wait to see what happens next with him. Yeah, I um, like I said, I I like the look. Uh, I've liked him in some of his wrestling matches. I I haven't seen a lot of his solo, his recent solo ones, but I saw him when he was in uh, TK16 or MS13, as I used to to call them, whatever. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Don't you see it's from MS13? MS13. Um, Because, I mean, that moniker's obviously (laughs) dropped like it didn't work. (laughs) Nobody remembered TK or TM161619, whatever it was. They they didn't work, and now he's solo for a reason. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to see more of him, basically. And then we got Velveteen Dream coming out on his Chaffa, well, not properly lit uh, couch, I should say. We talked about this. (laughs) 
Um, like, yeah, you guys talked about it in your, on, on Women's Basic. The couch was basically just a purple sheet draped over it, and they were supposed to run the fog machines before they wheeled it out, but they didn't. And you could see it's just a plain leather couch with a sheet on top of it. I like how you guys notice it, and when he came out when I watched it, I was like, there's n- no wrong he could ever do. Because <laughs> like, I was like, oh, he has guests coming over, he just needs to put a sheet over it. <laughs> and he, yeah. Um, but even that promo as like as no, it, was, it was fantastic. I enjoyed Palatine it. Too. Is everything, so he should have a <laughs> custom couch built for him. Um, yeah, so I'm glad to see that they're not just killing off Roderick and mm-hmm. Velveteen. They're gonna get some more time because they're gonna be really good together. And then we got Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle, which we actually just saw tonight. Yes, it was a good match. I really liked it. Include. Surprisingly enough, I like the way that they ended it. Killian Dane in the last two to five minutes of the match just, just walloped like, him. Yeah, he. There was a scene where you can see blood coming out of the bro's mouth on the, and I was like, yeah, and then it was like, oh, maybe he's really messing him up. And then he went at him again, like two more times to his ribs, and then yeah. that was just it. Yeah, so he checked him over his shoulder onto the onto the uh, stairs. Swanton yes. bomb on the stairs. So, like, and that was actually, the one when he checked him over his shoulder didn't look good. Like, it looked like he went face first yeah. into the stairs. Then he did a swanton bomb. Then he did a Vader bomb off to, onto the side. And, he did and then like he did, like, three, three more, more Vader, Vader bombs, bombs in the ring. And, yeah, he just destroyed him by the end of it. So, setting this obstacle in front of the bro who the bro. we were gushing about in episode one is awesome. Like to have all this timing. And to, if, if this is going to be like the main storyline for Riddle, who I think is going to dominate when they get to USA, mm-hmm. like everyone's going to love him. And I think oh, they're yeah, actually going to love him as much, if not more than Gargano. But he needs a challenge. Yeah. yeah. And th- this is a great challenge, especially, I believe this is only the second time Riddle has lost since yeah, he's been know. in NXT. I need to go look up his um, matches, but which is I, we haven't seen him I have it's the first time I remember him losing I could say that much yeah and and this is like he lost in a very bad way yeah. too I was like oh yeah if, if, I'm sure he probably didn't lose that other like that other match is probably more competitive than yeah this it one. was yeah yeah so that's cool I'm glad that they finally like didn't let him dominate and he still is intriguing and they got stuff to go on to go on from here so then this week, finally to this week, we caught up. We ran We're here. I swear. Um, <laughs> My lungs, they're running out of air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually, for the whole weeks, we've, it was longer than the whole last yeah. episode. Uh, and we're not even to this week yet. All right, let's get to it. EO defeated Cammy Fields. Never heard of Cammy before. Their Sorry. proportions looked way diff- way out of like whack. Because Cammy was, Cammy's pretty big but for yeah. her. Just like a built girl. And then Eo's just landing and flying around. Yeah. That's something she can't catch out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a cool match. I enjoyed I enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed Eo getting over, like always. Yeah. The cool thing that I noticed this one that she didn't do in her last match with this new persona is having her hair just, like, drop or, like, in her face. Mm-hmm. And she's like, cack- she's, like, cackling and, like... Like, loving it. Although, the other thing was, remember when she had her pinned and then she stopped it at the end? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. She, she pulls tap, it up she over time. She can make her tap out. Uh, I love this side of EO. Yeah, and then at the end of the match, oh, she yeah. goes out and grabs a kendo stick to like make Cammy Fields feel more pain. And then who comes out of nowhere? Candace. And just right. like grabs it and whacks EO, and yeah. EO like bolts. Yeah. And I was like, oh, can I, we have another great <laughs> match? <laughs> I'm sure, I mean, we're going to see at least another two, I'm sure. 
The way that uh, Eo was running up the la- the ramp yeah. was really funny. Like it looked comical. The way she was throwing <laughs> her arms and limbs around, it looked awesome. And then, but then she got to the ropes and she's like grabbing her hair out. Like Eo or Candace shouldn't be that under her skin. Yeah, because she still hasn't proven that she could be. Like yeah, she got the better of her there, but she caught you by surprise. She like jumped up. She was in behind you, so you never got a chance to. And then you got away. So like, why are you upset that you should have just walked away laughing? The the only thing I can think of is because of how it's getting under her skin. Is she's probably remembering all the times. One, they probably were friends, and yeah. she's probably still fighting. Kind of how uh, the fiend argues with himself from uh, his match and like battling on the inside. That's the only other reason I could think of that would be that way. Yeah, see, I need. We, I guess we just need to see more of Eo because if that's the case, like, yeah, perfect and like awesome. I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> if they, I just, I guess the way that she's dominated or not dominated. Yeah, I mean the way she well, dominated yeah, that takeover match. Like she just wasn't, she wasn't up to par yet, and she'll get there in this story. But like, Eo doesn't, be, Eo yeah. doesn't have to act like she's there yet, basically. Because like oh I'm I'm just gonna step on all the people yeah. that were trying to be my friends. Yeah, I think she should still be playing that angle. Um, yeah, so then we got the match that you've been waiting four months for. Your favorite, Bask in His Glory, Keith Lee <laughs> versus Dominic Dijakovic, who I had you, no you, interest in at all coming into this match, and, and they then, both made me believers. I mean, I love Keith Lee coming into this match just like everybody, but this match. I don't know who they fight again. I hope. Like, I mean, I don't. It's gonna be another four months because yeah. someone got injured yeah, and they yeah, haven't yeah. announced it. Yet. That's what I. I mean, that would be like, for I hate to say it, but probably optimal because Dijakovic's so huge. Who is he gonna fight? Well, yeah, and then also when we were watching the match, I was all into it, and I could just hear uh, your and Liz's comments were like, "Wow, he's way bigger than I thought he was." Yeah. And then you just see him pick up like Keith Lee. And uh, I was like, oh, no, please don't. Yeah, when he got that uh, hold over on the, at the end and yeah. like, need him, I was not expecting him to be able to get him off that top rope, but he did it. And I, and I was like, oh, man, this is such a great match. And I just wish I was there at Full Sail watching it with the rest of the crowd because <laughs> I was like, this is just like how the first match, but it ended up in a count out. And I was like, cool, you're going to do a second match four months later, but it was still worth the wait. I was like, oh. I'm, I'm sorry Keith Lee lost, but I was like, that just sets it up for another match, hopefully, in less than four months. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll we'll see. He, he won, I mean, he decisively yeah. beat him, so it wasn't anything that they need to go back and play again, but the, I don't know who, the, who else they go for, to for him. The only person I believe that can probably like match up against these three is if they do Bronson Reed yeah. and try to introduce him. Well, Damon Priest is pretty big too. And as much he's as he's more, I think he's more tall and lanky than yeah. he is, but, but he can go with Dijakovic probably. And, uh, Velveteen, obviously, I don't know. If, I mean, Velveteen obviously can't lift, uh, Lee, but Velveteen could go with them cause yeah. he's so tall. He's so strong and big. Um, Monsoor is kind of big and the guy they're bringing back next week, who I, Dislike more than Baron Corbin, believe it or not. Kona Reeves is also coming back. That dude is a big dude. He can job out to these two as well. So I guess they have they have stuff to go with. From T- here, tell me your issues with Kona Reeves. You'll see next week if you haven't seen him already. This guy is just so lame okay. and so bad. He's never done anything. He's like, if Roman was not in shape and worse. <laughs> Had knew less moves and did them less and wasn't as good at performing them. 
Oh, that does sound pretty bad. Yeah, he. I don't like him at all. He has no appealing qualities to me. Um, I'm gonna show up next week and have like a Kona Reeves shirt. <laughs> you have to get out. <laughs> all right, and then we saw. Oh yeah, and this was actually the surprise that I had spoiled for me by Instagram, but popped for it when I actually read it on Instagram. Shayna comes out, awesome music. Comes yep. out with the tethers, takes her time getting into the ring, just like always. Right as she's about to hit, right as she's about to say her first words, Rhea Ripley's music hits, and she comes down that ring, stomping or down that ramp, stomping and looking badass. Oh yeah! And then they get right face to face, and I've never seen so many spikes on a WWE camera before. <laughs> like maybe when Legion of Doom was there, but no, no way. Um, then she tells her, "You're gonna come out here and say you've beaten everybody, but you haven't beaten me." Oh, but you missed one important fact, though, is because Re- Shayna had the mic in her hand. Oh, yeah. And she was about to grab, uh, like, speak, and then Rhea just rips it out of her hand so quickly and then gets on the mic. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, the WWE Universe was cheering Rhea, so I don't know if Rhea's still going to try and be a heel the way she has been in UK on this show. And if they do... That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Heel versus heel matches. I love them. Oh, I'm totally. This would be great. We never get them in WWE, but this isn't WWE necessarily. This is Triple H. <laughs> so hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully it stays that way when it goes to USA Network too. Yeah. We'll get, to, we'll get into that. I want to talk more about <laughs> the USA stuff and where we go from here in a little bit. Um, Shane Thorne came out and claimed that Johnny Gargano is gone and done. And I have, she have a spoiler alert. Johnny's not going anywhere. They're going to USA. He's going to be there. Uh, so look for him and Shane Thorne to start getting in, getting in on each other, I bet you. I hope so, because I'm tired of watching these clips that make me cry about <laughs> yeah, Johnny. Yeah, he's going to leave. Um, yeah, apparently the 24, uh, or yeah, WWE 24 of him mm-hmm. has a lot of Champa stuff in them with the two of them. It's really good from what I've heard. I still haven't watched it yet, but I... Will probably in the next couple of days. Um, Pete Dunn, actually, I didn't hear what that promo says because I was too busy talking crap. He said that he goes where he wants, whenever he wants. He doesn't go here. Get out of here. <laughs> Don't you have like a he Brexit would... crisis to worry about? Go wrestle in the UK. What if you can't get back over there? He doesn't have to worry about Brexit because he's part of the country. It's everybody else that they're kicking out of Brexit. Uh, <laughs> so he can still travel wherever he wants. Um but wasn't he originally part of NXT when it first started? Yeah. Before uh, I was no, like, the, he no, wasn't. wait, he there was, was no the, UK. Yeah, it was but the he was UK a, tournament. But and he was he a was UK in NXT for a while. Yeah, so he's still part I mean, of the. He wasn't part of the. I don't think he was like officially part of the roster because he was still doing a lot of indie stuff then. He would just show up, kind of what he's doing now. So he was a part time OG. Yeah. So technically, he still goes to this eh, school. Whatever. <laughs> I wonder who he's gonna fight next. Because uh, it seems like he's out of the. Roderick Strong, uh, Velveteen or Velveteen picture. Yeah, well, it seemed that way in this promo because on the last promo he did, he was upset and still pissed about that Velveteen stole it from him. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, maybe we'll get another match with the two of them. Um, yeah, I, I don't know where he goes from here. Let's see, is there anybody he could feud with that would be super intriguing? Actually, you know, I bet you him and... Or not, I bet you that they'll do this, but him and the... um, What's the name of the dude that walks around with the Forgotten Sons? Riker? 
Oh, that giant dude? Yeah, I bet you they would put on some good matches. Or at least add good matches. Yeah, that would be a good match. They'd be pretty good together. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so then we move on to our main event this week. Because we don't really have time to stop on any of these topics for too long. <laughs> Turns out the Street Profits are a couple cheaters. Wait. They pinned the illegal man and, wa- and got away with oh, it. Oh, whatever. That's what happened. Well, I was like, come on. I was like, wait. What, what are you Oh, we also actually, before we move on. First to, of all, to dude, are we also going to say that it was a real tag? Because it just looked like he ran into him. <laughs> um, it was a real tag. They slapped him. <laughs> That's how you, dude, come on. I didn't see him holding on to the rope. He was. Anyway, uh, before we move on to that for a second, just to jump everywhere as much as possible. <laughs> um, Mia Yim was trying to appeal to William Regal. He told her. You're done. Yep, that's Get it. Get out of here. <laughs> You're not going to get any more matches, so hopefully that stays the The locker same. rooms need cleaning, girl. <laughs> Actually, I bet you what will happen is she's going to join the four horsewomen now that Regal Oh, uh, please oh, no. Please no. I just thought about that. And then... And then force it out of my head. Shane is like, I'm going to go undis- join Undisputed Era instead. Yeah. <laughs> you three losers can hang out. I'm going to go hang out with the cool dudes. Um, yeah, so Street Profits and... Undisputed Era put on another hell of a match. It was like a half hour TV match for yeah. on a show that only has an hour network. long. And um, yeah, brought it brought the house down again. This is where I was saying they're still in those clown outfits, so they need to bring back the black and gold as quickly as possible. Um, but yeah, they watch it. It's such a good tag team match. This is how tag team divisions should be con- like done. It's. Yeah. Uh, Spots everywhere, but everything went well. Uh, they really I, got their own individual chance to shine. Even yeah. like uh, Dawkins, which who, he normally plays second fiddle to Montez. Oh, man, he, he was awesome like a tank out there. Yeah. Um, right, like Riley again, he was like taking hits, but mm-hmm. also showed, like, showed up. He can handle everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened at the end because the video stream like faded out. And then all of a sudden I saw... Like, I, I think I saw the Prophet still holding up the titles nope, at the end. There's a happen. lot of static because of the rain coming down. No stream faded out. <laughs> Hector's brain just kind of stopped working for a second. But the Undisputed Era worked like a cohesive tag team and won the belts. Oh, like a... <laughs> I'm not saying the Street Prophets were, I'm just saying. They were a little better today. And they didn't pin the illegal man, for one. Oh, okay. So they're real champions now. And all we need is for Roderick Strong to bring home... Who? North American belts, <laughs> and the undisputed will be draped in gold. So, is a prophecy still count if it's only three quarters of the way? It's still coming <laughs> to fruition. <laughs> I remember when the locust showed up because it said the locust was going to show up. It didn't say it's going to take one by one to show. <laughs> yeah, everybody thought Vader was the chosen one. It's the Metaclorians. It's <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So much stuff to talk about. So much stuff to be hyped. That was a lot of wrestling with this. Yes. Thank you for sticking by with us, too, since we were, like, <laughs> one know. traveling and I'm, like, yeah. dying at home. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll be regular going forward. Yeah, especially since we're going to get two hours. Uh Going forward, starting September 18th on USA for Is NXT. September 18th? Yeah. Sweet. So they're trying to get in before AEW. AEW. All right. Um, Triple H 
get sword shields, protect them as much <laughs> as you can. Don't let Vince near any of the production. See, that's why I think like when you first sent it to me, I was like, oh shit, it's happening. And then I went and read the promo and I was like, okay, it's staying in Florida. So that means like maybe it's way of, maybe it's Vince's way of keeping himself out of it. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go to Florida. Vince is not going to go to Florida. Let AAA stay there. I think they're staying in full sale, which is good. Which would they be great. Still oh. keep making money. I'm sure full sale pays them to shoot there. That and also, depending on whatever happens with the deal, I would really like it if they spend money on their stage to like emphasize that, like, hey, you're still kind of in the developmental area, but we know that we're putting you on an asshole stage now, so you guys have a little more showmanship. Like, that would be great for them. I mean, I'm fine with them completely getting rid of the developmental moniker. Like, it's only going to be a matter of time before people watch Tuesday and then watch Wednesday, and they're like, these guys are so much better. Yeah. And that's because Tuesday still has like a lot of good talent, but I well, mean, yeah, it, you got Gargano, you got all the Undisputed Era, Velveteen Dream, like pound for pound, they are not up, they are not at the same level. NXT is way better. Yeah, and so and it's going forward, it's going to be after all the deals are done in the fall, you're going to have Raw Monday, NXT Wednesday, and then SmackDown on Fridays on Fox on Fox. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of wrestling coming up. Yes. I'm glad NXT is finally getting its shot in the the spotlight because it's been a long time coming. And yeah, we both hope Triple H yes, keeps defi- yeah. creative control of it. I did recently see a poster that someone uh, made on Instagram because AEW is having their all-in pay-per-view on Saturday, but it shows the real wrestling wars. And it shows AEW versus NXT. <laughs> and it's kind of cool seeing like Kenny Omega like going up against Adam Cole in the picture. And uh-huh. I was like, that's dope. I, was I like, mean, it's right. not like it hasn't been done in the last couple of years <laughs> just between the two of them, but whatever. Um, yeah, they, like for pure wrestling-wise, that's it's it. If you're great. looking at sports entertainment, like the whole like storylines and all that product, yeah, Raw and SmackDown are still a spectacle and they're going to be. But if you want to see dudes showcasing their endurance and uh their skills skills and jumping around and like storylines it's gonna be or like gritty storylines it's gonna be these two that like are planned out for a while which yeah uh i'm gonna have to get a second tv because i'm not gonna skip between channels i'm just gonna have (laughs) it playing both at the same time no dude see this is the monday night wars (laughs) it's what you gotta risk which one do you want to watch more? I didn't. I couldn't afford two TVs back then. Now I can. <laughs> well, that's true, I guess. Um, Thank you, Amazon. <laughs> that, nah, it's cheating. What? How's that cheating? Whatever. Um. Yeah, I don't it's, have anything else. You? It's gonna. All I know is it's gonna be good going forward. It's gonna be very tasty. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot, a lot to digest. A lot coming up. Um, catch up. NXT is coming to national TV. Yes, and Des Moines, Iowa soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.